2: We'll be talking about what you thought of our interview with Andrew Moffat and his No Outsiders campaign. Can I say there has been the most wonderful reaction to that? Brilliant. Somebody's going to win a T-shirt with Review of the Week on Apple Podcasts. Yes. And meet the listener.
1: Would you like a drink? I'd love a drink, please. Yes. What would you like? Well, I, can,
2: I can offer you. Just get off. <laughs> I just made lots of noise, so that's my bar opening.
1: God, check you out. Would your husband
2: like a drink out there?
1: Uh, he's not, actually not my husband, but he, well, oh, he might do. He might I be, yes. he was
2: your husband. No. <laughs>
1: I've married most of my partners, but not him. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... (laughs) How many times have you been married? Twice. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Once to a woman, once to a man.
0: Okay, so I'm just going to ask you. Did you know you
1: were gay? Yes. You did? Yes. So how long were you with her for? I was with her for 12 years.
0: How did you have sex with
1: her? It was quite stressful. Was it? No, Mm, was it it stressful? It was really stressful. And... And... Because I just... I really try to force myself into that conventional way of being Mm -hmm. and... I wanted to have what my parents gave me. You know, I came from a sort of northern background, went to an all-boys school. I um, decided that I didn't want to be gay, and Mm. I I took the cowardly way out. But that was the eight, whatever it was, you know, the eighties.
2: What age did you marry her? And when did you? How old are you now? Yeah,
1: fifty-two. Are Fuck you? <laughs> you I'm fifty-two. Sh- that's
2: really
0: unfair. You look really. Well, so Jesus I, did, I didn't Christ. come out. I didn't
1: come out till I was forty-two. So you know, I'm yeah, um, all that all that partying. Yeah, but I've you
0: done... look forty-two. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you really do. Oh, fine. Like not a day older than forty-two. It would be, I would And this is a good lighting. Light Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's annoying, isn't it? So, isn't what, who's your plastic surgeon?
1: <laughs> <side laughs> There's no smoke and mirror in here. There's really.
2: Uh, first thing that sprung to mind, do you feel any guilt? Yes. Because I think it's important to address in these scenarios, as gay men, it can be like, oh, it was awful. It's like, well, it wasn't great for the person who had to go through it with you without
1: knowing. It, it was, was awful. I got to a point where I sort of painted myself into a corner. Mm. Oh God, you know, I've got three kids now and um, I can't do it anymore. It was either that or jump off a bridge.
0: Mm. Did it get to that stage? Pretty
1: normal, close, close. I got very, very low.
0: So how did you pick yourself up from that then?
1: Well, I had a friend mm-hmm. who was in the same position as me. Really? Yeah. How did you find out that this person's in the same position? Because it became quite obvious. <laughs> oh, right. No <laughs> yeah.
2: way, dinner party, dinner <laughs> yeah. party, really? It sort
1: of thing, it was just a situation, it was like yeah. a pressure valve. I just felt so much pressure to conform, but then at the same time I was thinking, that's not me. It's just amazing what your mind can do, how strong your mind is. You can say, actually, I need to keep going. I'm in this position. I can't, you know, what would everyone say? It's awful. Mm. And, yeah. So almost
0: yeah. like you're the last person that you think about. Yeah, mm.
1: yeah, I'm trying to please everyone else. Yeah. So I came out and it was all very horrific.
0: Um, what was the most horrific thing about it?
1: Leaving the children. Oh, gosh. Driving away on Boxing Day. It was, it was awful. And you told her you were gay, did you? I told her I was gay. So, and the next day I came back from work and a, her parents' car was in the driveway. And I thought, oh God, I'm going to get shot now. And, and how were they? Her mum gave me a massive hug and, oh. and oh. said, it must have be been awful for you. Oh my God. You poor thing. And your parents? And my parents then came down for a summit at the weekend. You know, David's about to commit to his side, you've got to come. Really? Oh, gosh. That's what that was the message to them. They and couldn't. how are your parents? They are they've been amazing. They were great
0: yeah.
1: How is it now with your kids when they're with me? They are completely chilled about everything Although they were told that they were going to get bullied That If anyone found out that the dad was gay that would be it and mm. that, you know it'd be there'd be You know name-calling, but that's not happened In fact, my son at school is, is starting to get around telling people the girls are, are still a bit you know that they, they want their friends to know yet.
0: Now oh, that's interesting. Still, they want them it to remind know. me how yeah. sixteen. Gosh, um, yeah. Because I, I think it would be the opposite. Yeah. Do you have
1: open dialogue about that? Yes. I'm very American friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah, share. What do, what do mm-hmm. they say? Share. Well, that I mean, they've seen me live with two people. You know, I had two partners before Rob. One of them I married. And now they're like, Dad, don't move in with Rob yet. Just, just have us for the moment. You know, just.
2: You're like, Okay, don't look
1: upstairs. Yeah. Right, <laughs> wrong yeah, 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 yeah. suitcase. Yes, yeah. just he's
2: going no, on. Over.
0: decorating,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he, he lives very close, so it fa- was well, fine.
0: So, so, so but does but it come? Worry. Does it come from a place of
1: concern for you that they don't want to talk about it, or a um, place of worry? I think oh. ultimately they'll be fine with it. Mm. Evie, one of my daughters, said to me the other day, "Oh, you know, Dad, yeah, you'll be a, you'll be a gay grandpa, won't you? You'll be able to help, help me with my soft furnishings." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty <really> funny. <laughs>
2: not not generalizing of course (laughs) do you you feel that you civilly partnered after that because you felt a pressure to show that what you were doing was normal and it it was more formalized yes i think
1: that's probably right because looking back of course i just think well what what was i doing Mm. it's far too early and
2: but it was to make it all like it's like people often don't want to come out until they've got a boyfriend or girlfriend because then they can tell their parents it's like I'm gay but I'm not I'm not out on the streets getting HIV you know (laughs) yes exactly that That
1: probably
0: I also wonder because I I wonder if it's sort of for me I thought I would it would be a lot easier if I met someone than I could come out to my parents Mm -hmm. for some reason I guess maybe it would feel more real or I felt like there was a real actualization that I was gay because I was with another man, right? And So that was like it didn't, it then felt real, yeah. I guess is what it is. It's yeah, like yeah. I remember it's not just in my happened. head, but
1: like,
2: well, it's happening, it's happening here, yeah. It's like this weird, odd choice that you seem to have made,
1: yes, and that's right. And of course, parents worry, don't they? they say, Well, we're going to are gay, you're, you're, you know, partly for themselves, they're not going to have yes. grandchildren, and all this sort of stuff.
0: Hello, yeah, completely for themselves, yeah. That's what they used to think, be yeah. like. What, what about us? And what about having yeah. grandkids That my, my parents did say that. My mother did say you're going to get beaten up. And I said that's. She did. Thank what? you. Yes, yeah, she's she like you're going to get. I, you're, I think she said I worry you're going to get beaten up. I said that's not
2: the most. And then she punched
0: you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it I worry. Long. Yeah. She threw an apple at me. <laughs> yeah. It hurt. Yeah. And are you going to have any more kids? Not
1: currently. No, it's not my intention. But you never know. You never know. Could happen by accident. You never know.
2: You never know these days. If it was your your life, I would believe it. How funny was David? He's amazing and he sounds like Thingy Armstrong. Alexander Armstrong. Yeah. He does sound like Alexander Armstrong. Very interesting story and I'd love to hear how people relate to that. If you want us to come and see you, please write in. Tell us your stories, people. We'll be along.
0: We'll be along. We'll bring our own ice cubes. And next, we're going to a segment called Wormhole of the Week.
2: What's your Wormhole of the Week been, William?
0: Wormhole of the Week was looking at French property in... Somewhere, somewhere called PUR. <laughs> PUR? Yeah, P-E-A-U.
2: Why did you start on that?
0: Because I was watching the new Top Gear, oh, yeah. and they drive a sort of replica Aston Martin and E-Type, uh, D-Type, sorry, round PUR. And uh, I then became obsessed. And, and then, s- then pretty much stopped watching the show, uh, but still had it on and literally went immediately to property in Puh.
2: Uh, did you I find a cracker. Did you?
0: Yeah, but I'm going to get Annabelle Young involved. Uh, (laughs) She's she's my mother. Because that woman can sniff out a property deal from 20 yards really honestly I told you about the time we bid against each other on an auction site no for for some French glass frames that she was buying for me as a present and I was like who is it yeah I didn't know it was her and I was like right sod it higher price higher price higher price and in the end I gave up and then I rang spoke to her a few weeks later she was like I got you a present and I went oh she went yeah I found this brilliant site Catawiki," and I went um and it would be out of all the people in the world. Really? That woman can fight. She's got taste. So that was my wormhole of the week from an Aston Martin to a property in Purr and I came out empty-handed.
2: My wormhole of the week was I was watching weepy films. I wanted to watch some sad films for work. So I started watching Lorenzo's Oil. Have you seen that? Oh, my God. Oh Yeah.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Susan Sarandon. Nick Nolte. Yeah. I had a night
0: out at the theatre with, by the way.
2: Did you? Very nice guy. They've got a kid who has got this mystery illness. He's dying. All the doctors say there's nothing that can be done. They then find the cure, which obviously took me to other weepies. Then I ended up at Merrill Streep. Oh, God. So we're looking at what was Not the... Not Bridges Meryl... Over
0: Madison County.
2: The Bridges of Madison County. Oh, shit, the bed. <gasps> it's making me want to weep now. Yeah. The traffic lights. Then I went on a Meryl Streep odyssey, but I ended up on It's Complicated with her. And um, what's he called? Oh, Alec my, Baldwin. Anna, oh, that's amazing, that film. Yeah. No? It's, it's just it's so, so ridiculous. It's,
0: yeah, it's very California, isn't it?
2: She's having an extension done to her house, and her and Steve Martin show what size the kitchen's going to be. It's smaller than her current kitchen.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I say it every week, this is why we're friends. Anyway, so that was my wormhole, which I cried, I laughed, was all I can say about that. We have had... Oh, go on. some deluge, have we? Can I just say, Andrew Moffat's episode last week was... One of the best reactions we've had with people just saying what an incredible person he is. We've had Phil Jeffries write in and he said that he is a trained primary school teacher and following becoming more confident and comfortable as a gay man. Partly due to your podcast, I persuaded the head teacher of my school to agree for me to complete the Stonewall Anti-Bullying Training for Primary Schools course.
0: Bravissimo!
2: Isn't that great? Four weeks ago, I started working at a university in London, training the next generation of primary school teachers and had the joy of my first lecture on how to stop LGBT bullying in schools. Ben! I even told the students about your podcast.
0: No, no more
2: Italian words. Jeremy Pope has been in touch. He's bought Andrew's book no outsiders in our school, teaching the Equality Act in primary schools. I have bought several copies for teachers and each of them has commented on how useful it's been. Ole. He sung in a choir with Andrew.
0: Of course Andrew's in a choir. Oh, Ben, I bet it was organised by him. You just know it, don't He's you? He's a
2: multitasker. Rona has been in touch. She says, first of all, let me say that I love the podcast and I'm really glad to see you back for season two do you like how my voice changes when we have uh, a little less positive yes i do you go more formal it's a bit more officious yeah while i think that it's great the podcast has a diverse audience and straight people are educating themselves sometimes the amount of reviews you read out that explicitly mention the reviewer being straight gets on my nerves a little bit It reminds me of the hilarious Lonely Island song, Equal Rights, where the singer is advocating for marriage equality whilst making it explicitly clear that he himself is not gay. Why is this necessary? Are these reviewers asking for an extra round of applause for being straight and enjoying LGBT media? Maybe they feel that there's something so uncommon about straight people consuming media that it is not explicitly about them that it necessitates comment. Good question, Rona. It's good to have a bit of... uh, Maybe
0: someone will write in and say
2: we'd love to hear. Sophie has been in touch and said that she wouldn't would have come out sooner had she had this podcast which is very exciting. Ben's been in touch and he has said that he's a policeman and listening to the podcast has helped him which is really great. I can't even think of any European words to use so I'll just say cheers. We've had a message from Elle and she was saying about Alan Cumming actually that she found the Discussion really interesting. I've recently ended a relationship which was open because as a straight woman, I think I subscribe to the straight monogamous model. I did find it interesting to hear how Alan talked about his marriage and how well his clearly loving but open marriage works. That whole thing, she said, has given her real pause for thought about her own relationship.
0: Uh Uh-oh, she said straight. Rona will be on your case.
2: (laughs) Let's do review of the week. Who's going to get a t-shirt, William? Oh my gosh,
0: I'm so excited. I'm folding them already.
2: Nick 2000, Nick 2000, your Andrew Moffat piece had me blubbing. It's a beautiful thing to hear children claiming human rights for others than themselves. Goodness gracious. I think that Nick's been in touch before. Nice try, Nick. Well, thanks for reviewing. Yeah, quite no, thanks so. for reviewing. Me and Miss Jones. Such a wonderful lesson. It makes my crowded London commute that little bit brighter. Me yeah. and Miss Jones. Thanks, William and Christopher, for shining a light on these conversations and make me realise that LGBT issues aren't just for those who identify as such. Oh, Rona. Oh Please do keep writing in, no matter what your orientation. I would just like to say that. Mike and a melody. I think we've got winner. We've got review of the week with Mike and a melody. Just for the name alone. What a wonderful surprise to wake up one morning with a little no- notification to see season two was with me. <laughs> and it's such a great progression from season one meet the listener sounds great and i jump at the chance to be involved with ever is space free if only for tea and biscuits mike we're coming for you so mike please the shetland's back <laughs> it'll be a long journey but it'll be worth it william on that shetland pony he is going to be delivering you a t-shirt so please write in to hello at Homo sapienspodcast.com. send us your address that's it for Homo Sapiens Extra this week oh it my been a I, it's, I need to stop doing train noises it's Sorry. A whistle- Well, it's, it's a whistle stop tour
0: And you're a, whistle- a train enthusiast I am, aren't Don't I? be ashamed Thank you I see you out there with your... Binoculars. With your binoculars. With your
2: and
0: your, and, your, and your long
2: range lens. Please get in touch via hello at Homo sapienspodcast.com or review us on Apple Podcasts to get review of the week. Or indeed on Will's Twitter at will young with a hashtag Homo sapiens. There's a new episode of Homo sapiens every Thursday. This week we are talking to Mickey Blanco, rapper, visionary, poet, polymath. He's a polymath and he's brilliant. And it is a really fascinating chat. And
0: we've got to wrap it up. You know why?
2: Because mum's got to get on a bike. i got to go to Radio 2 to do Graham Norton. Send our regards. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.
1: I would buy Spirit Studios.